Today is the first day of the rest of your life, which I know sounds cheesy, but today is the first day of our community-wide last 90 days challenge, you guys. Number one, are you already signed up? Number two, if you are not, let me take you on a deep dive for why we do this particular challenge every single year. The idea came probably about four years ago, and I it was the end of September, and I was already thinking about how I was going to indulge in Halloween candy, okay? So track with me here for a minute. Back in the day, it would be like, oh, it's December, and it's time to have cookies and cakes and celebrate Christmas and, you know, have wine and just, like, live my best holiday life, right? And then I would find that I was doing that in November. So I'd be like, oh, well, it's Christmas, but you know what? It's Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is basically the holiday season, and so I'm going to start indulging and having all the fun in November, And then it was October, and I'm telling myself, okay, it's October, and it's fall, so I'm going to have all the cookies and the candy and the cakes and the whatever. And suddenly, I'm finding myself, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I'm getting to the end of December, and I've gained 10 or 15 pounds, legit, and I feel like crap. I probably got sick at least one point during that holiday season, which I can understand now is because I'm putting garbage into my body. I'm stressed out from holidays. I'm it, it just I, I've probably had more to drink than I want to. I haven't been working out. And all of this with this twisted idea that I can because January 1st is around the corner. Like I legitimately am thinking, have you ever done that thing where you're like, you're going to start the diet on Monday? You guys can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes right now. You're going to start the diet on Monday. So you decide to binge the entire weekend because you're like, oh, I'm going hardcore on Monday. I got to, I got to get all my nacho cheese in, right? I was doing that, but I was doing it with the year and I was doing it first with one month, then with two and all of a sudden the last three weeks and it just was compounding into something awful. So it's also crazy because then I'm starting January 1st like worse off than I was. I'm not starting the year strong. Now I'm trying to have to work work my way back from all the things I did over the holiday season. So... I remember distinctly sitting at the kitchen counter at our old house in LA and talking to Dave about like, man, I'm already acting like it's the holidays and indulging like it's the holidays and it's the end of September. And he was like, dude, me too, totally in the same boat. And so I said, what could we do to try and, to try and you know, not do that? How, how could we navigate around this? And it just so happened, fate or God or whatever, I happened to see a meme or something on Pinterest. I don't even know where, but it said it takes 21 days to build a habit. But if you do something for 90 days, it becomes a part of your life. And I was like, oh my gosh, Three months is about 90 days. It's actually 92 days. The last three months of the year is 92 days. If we committed to doing something for 92 days without quitting, how different would January 1st be for us? 
So we talked about it. We decided to do this challenge. Originally, it was just a challenge that we did with each other. And we talked about it on live stream. We were like, oh, hey, we're going to do this challenge. And y'all freaked out. Like the audience freaked out. And they were like, we want to do a challenge. We're interested in, in these 90 days. And so as always, you guys are going to keep hearing us say this over and over. Every single thing we created our company is a reaction to something the audience has asked for. So the audience asked if we could make it a thing, and we did. And we called it Last 90 Days. And it was a really simple concept. We created an email list that you could sign up for. And every Monday during the challenge, so for you know 12 weeks at the end of the year, you got an email from us that told you the theme for the week and some homework to sort of unpack this theme. And then we did a live stream Monday through Friday, and we took people through the process, and we talked about all the things, and we committed to living the last 90 days of the year as intentionally as we usually start the first 30 of a new year. And today, if you're listening to this on October 1st, today's the first day of our challenge. I want to talk to you about this idea and help you to take a deeper dive because there is no reason that you shouldn't do this with us. No matter what season of your life you are in, no matter what's going on, this is a totally free challenge. Hundreds of thousands of people sign up every single year and commit to holding each other accountable and living intentionally. And it is so great. And the change that we have seen in people, people have lost 75 pounds, they've given up drinking, they've saved their marriage. Like, it's not that the practice is something so magical. It's just the idea of committing to something in a community and going all in for such a length of time that now it just becomes part of who you are. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is The Rise Podcast. The last 90-day challenge at its core is a commitment to do something I call five to thrive. When I was trying to figure this out the first time for our community, I asked myself, what are the things that I really feel like changed my life? I think most of you are familiar with my story, but if you don't know, I got into personal development years and years ago because I was struggling with debilitating anxiety. I had this company that I was running and this team of people and I had two toddlers at the time and I was having massive anxiety attacks almost every single day and I was handling that anxiety in really unhealthy ways. So I was drinking too much and I was zoning out, I was avoiding my life, it was it was awful. If you guys want to hear a deeper dive and how I learned to manage it and went to therapy and all of the things I did to handle my anxiety, go listen to episode 35 of this podcast and, and learn all the things. But 
I ask myself, what were the what were the handful of things that I had done over the past several years that really made the biggest difference in my day-to-day life, in the quality of my life, in my joy, in my peace? And I started making a list and there were five things. And so those five things became our last 90-day challenge, our five to thrive, and here is what they are. The first thing is we commit to drinking half our body weight in ounces of water every single day. Now, half your body weight in ounces of water. Some people try and get all mathematical and crazy and convert pounds to ounces, and that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about take your weight. Let's say you weigh 100 pounds because that's easy math for me. You weigh 100 pounds, divide it in half, that's 50 50 ounces of water every single day you commit to drinking. Now, what are the questions that I get from this? People are like, wait, but if you drink that much water, does that mean that you have to go to the bathroom all the time? Yes, that is the point. We're trying to flush out our system. You commit to drinking this. And just so you know, you guys, Dave and I don't drink half our body weight in ounces of water. Dave and I drink our body weight in ounces of water every day because we are very active. We're getting in some pretty hardcore workouts every day. And so our doctor was like, half your body weight is not enough. You need more water than this. So what we ask is that as a community, we commit to at least half your body weight in ounces of water. And the way, what I suggest that you do is get a big bottle of water. Dave literally carries around these plastic jugs, the kind that you get from the grocery store, like big giant jugs of water and he just fills it up every day and drinks one of those every single day. Um, I will get a bottle of water that I know the ounces of. So like the one that's sitting here in front of me, I know that I need to drink five of those today in order to hit the ounces that I'm working toward. So you get a bottle of water, you just take it with you everywhere. You have to actually commit. You're not going to accidentally drink that much water. You've got to, you can set a timer on your phone. You could make it, you know, hey, every time it turns a new hour, I'm going to chug a bottle of water, but you commit to getting hydrated, which is going to have so many great effects on you. It's so good for your skin. Uh, It's so good for those of you who are on a health journey and you're maybe you're having cravings and you're eating things you don't want to eat. A lot of times we do that because our body's actually dehydrated, not hungry, but you don't know the difference. Like there's just so many great effects of drinking water. And my other favorite thing is it's free, literally comes out of the sink, right? You can just eat just free thing. You don't have to buy anything. You're just water. And I also love it because you're adding something, not taking something away, right? So a lot of times when we're trying to do something new, like we want to go on a diet or we want, we we're depriving ourselves of something that we like which can throw people off and immediately feel like you're, you know, struggling, whatever. So I like this because this is adding something to your life. So commit to drinking half your body weight and ounces of water every single day. The second thing we do as part of Five to Thrive is commit to moving our body for 30 minutes every day. So For us, that looks like a workout. For someone else, that could look like walking their dog, jumping on the trampoline with their kids, going on a walk by themselves, going on a jog, whatever 
uh, increasing your heart rate and moving your body for at least 30 minutes looks like to you, that is what you are committing to doing. So a couple of things. One, um, we know, I know that we have members of our community who are differently abled and not everybody is able to move their body every single day. And we are so aware of that. And what I would say to you is do what you can with what you have where you're at. Uh, uh, one of our members of our community, Mindy, uh, talked to me about this and she said, you know, for the longest time when you would say that, when you would say move your body for 30 minutes, I'd feel so discouraged because I can't. Uh, she's in a wheelchair and she's not able to move her body at all. And so she would feel discouraged. And then one day she was like, oh, I know, I'll meditate. So instead of moving my body, I'm going to commit to 30 minutes of daily meditation. Or maybe for you, that looks like 30 minutes of prayer. But it's the intentionality of choosing that for yourself that matters so much. So for those of you who are able to move your body, what a blessing. That is why we do this, to celebrate the blessing that we have in this body that's able to move and this is so key because so many of you send me DMs and emails and letters and say, I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm struggling with low-grade depression. I feel angry all the time. You're, you're, you're fighting these negative emotions on a daily basis. And hear me, sister friend, right? Hear me, brother. If you move your body, you change your mind. If you move your body, you change your mind. When you move your body, you change your mind. You literally change the chemical makeup inside of yourself when you move. So put on some Beyonce and dance around, go for a jog, go do it, whatever it looks like to you, but you're committing to doing it and you're committing to do it every single day. And this throws people off too because they're like, well, don't I need a day of rest? I'm not asking you to go climb a mountain seven days a week. I'm asking you to move, friend. So stop looking for an excuse for why you don't have to. We're going to drink our water. We're going to move our body. The third part of Five to Thrive is morning routine. So we commit to getting up one hour earlier than we normally do to have a morning routine. So many of you tell me you want to write a book, you want time for prayer, you want to get your workout in, you want all these things that you want to do in your life, but, and I'm quoting, you don't have time. You are not going to magically find time living, it's not going to just like appear. There's not like all of a sudden you're going to get to a season where you're not busy anymore or you don't have responsibility anymore. You are going to have to make the time to have the life that you want. So if you don't already have a morning routine, commit to getting up one hour earlier and using that hour to, to do the things that you keep saying that you want to do. Fill out your start today journal, get the workout in, start writing the children's book of your dreams, right? Like do that thing, but now you've got the time to fit it in. It's important to mention this does not apply to anyone who has a child that is not sleeping through the night. 
if you have a kid who is not sleeping through the night, whether that's a nine-month-old who's teething or a three-week-old, don't be dumb. I cannot tell you how many people are like, I have a six-week-old and I'm really struggling with the whole getting up an hour early because I only got four hours of sleep last night. I'm like, oh my word, sweet friend, don't do that. If you are already struggling with that sleep, just ignore this one. Just ignore getting up an hour earlier. I still would love you to find an hour for yourself to work on yourself, but it doesn't have to be in the morning. If you hear me say that and you're like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have a baby that's not sleeping, but I'm just really not getting good sleep, so I don't want to get up an hour early, I want to challenge you on that. I am not saying that you get less sleep. In order to pull this off, you actually need to go to bed an hour earlier than you are. Nowhere ever will you hear me tell you to get less sleep. Sleep is sacred to me. I am on the same sleep schedule as my seven-year-old. Like I am asleep by 9 p.m., asleep. Kids go to bed at 8. I get them all tucked in. We say our prayers. We've brushed our teeth. We read Captain Underpants, right? And then that's they're done at 8.30, and I am in bed asleep by 9 p.m. so that I can get up at 5 a.m., Because I have from 5 a.m. to 6.30, that's an hour and a half that I get to myself before I've got to wake them up for school. And that is the most special and the most important part of every single day. That is my opportunity to ground myself, to center myself, to set that intention, to know where I'm going. What kind of leader do I want to be today? What kind of business do I want to create today? What kind of content am I going to create today? That morning routine is so stinking important. The fourth part of Five to Thrive is a commitment to a gratitude practice. Now, if you haven't clued into this just yet, the morning routine and the gratitude practice are both things that exist inside of the Start Today journal. We created, I created this journal because I wanted to help people with this intentionality in the morning. And hopefully if you're listening to this, you're one of the 30,000 people who bought the last 90 days Start Today journal where we gave you five to thrive as part of the process. But if you don't have your Start Today journal, you can totally go listen to episode 72 of this podcast. Go scroll back to episode 72 and find where I read to you exactly how to do the practice in any notebook that you have. So you can go on hollisco.com if you really want your own. If you sign up for last 90 days, you get $10 off a Start Today journal because you want to make that easy. So journals are 14 bucks just during this promotion so that you can finish the year strong with us. So if you really want your own journal, man, head over to Hollis Co. and grab it. But if you don't want it or you don't have the money, no worries. Go listen to episode 72 and just do it in whatever, you know, spiral bound notebook you have laying around. But the fourth thing is a gratitude practice. It is so important that you take the time to look for gratitude, to look for blessings, to look for joy. If you have to do this, which like, by the way, we all learn this. I'm 36. So if you're like me or maybe a little bit older, we learned this from Oprah, what, 20 years ago, she taught us how to do this. My big sister actually sent me a screenshot of 
a journal that I had made her. I made her a gratitude journal when I was like, I don't even know, 10 years old or something because I had seen on Oprah and I was doing it in my little little girl diary. And so I made my big sister her own gratitude journal. And she was like, oh, my gosh, Rachel, <laughs> you were doing this even then. Like we didn't see the writing on the wall, but you were trying to teach people to do a start today journal even back in the day. So from the time I was a little girl, I've done this. And it is why I am one of the most positive people that you know. It's why I'm able to pull myself up even in hard times. I was interviewing yesterday with my friend Colin, uh, and he said his, his episode's coming up, and it's so good, one of the favorites we've done in a while. And he said something that I loved. He said, pain is a given. If you are living life, pain is a given. But suffering is a choice. And I was like, oh, no, that is so good, you guys. Part of it is this daily practice of looking for things to be grateful for even when it's hard. So I really want to be very clear about gratitude practice because I think I oftentimes I'll go look at the hashtag for Start Today Journal because I just love seeing you all do the practice. So please keep those photos coming. When you post them on Instagram, hashtag Start Today Journal, that is how, as well, how I see them. That's how the Start Today team sees them. And that's how they find pictures to put into our Instagram. So keep them coming. But when I see people doing gratitude practice, oftentimes y'all are doing it wrong. And... Uh, there's not a wrong way to be grateful, but I think there's a right way. I think there's a way that is more impactful on your life. So please listen to me if you are doing a gratitude practice. I do not want you to write down big things. I do not want you to write down, I'm grateful for my marriage. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my, those are really big things. And you will very soon run out of stuff to write about, or you're going to write the same things over and over. What I want you to write down is something great, something precious, something beautiful, something sweet that happened to you within the last 24 hours. So you've got to sit there, and this doesn't take long, but you have to think of something. Someone let me in, you know, into traffic, or um, my seven-year-old told me, like, the dumbest joke in the world, but it made me laugh because it was so dumb, or, um, you know, oh my gosh, you guys, yesterday, Noah came and got in bed with me, and she looked at me, she just, like, stared at me, and she was like, Mommy, you're so pretty. And I do not know where she learned that. At, but I was like, thank you, you beautiful little two-year-old. So those moments, those moments, Dave brings me a cup of coffee in the morning before I even get out of bed or I see a beautiful sunrise or I got a new t-shirt, like very simple things. The reason we look for simple things and the reason it has to be within the last 24 hours is because then you will spend your day looking for the things that will fill up your gratitude list tomorrow. Does that make sense? Like I want you to be on the lookout for goodness and beauty because I promise you in this life, you find what you're looking for. Does it, that hit anybody in the solar plexus? You're with someone who's a jerk. You're, yeah, you found what you were looking for, sis. 
you're at a job and it's just, yeah, you're, you found what you were looking for. I was at a, a personal growth conference years ago and heard someone say, um, you don't get what you want. You get what you tolerate. We don't get what we want. We get what we tolerate. You find what you're looking for, even if you don't know that you're looking for it, which is why this is a practice of intentionality. We are going to intentionally look for good things. So the last thing that we commit to doing for Five to Thrive is we commit to giving up one category of food that you know you should not be consuming. This idea was born, if you guys have read Girl, Wash Your Face or listen to it on, listen to me read it on audiobook. If you haven't, oh my gosh, it's so good. You totally should get it. Uh, but um, Girl, Wash Your Face, in that book, there's a chapter where I talk about, every chapter in the book is a lie, right? And the lie in this chapter is, I'll start tomorrow, How often have you told yourself, I'll start tomorrow. The diet starts on Monday. I'll begin at the new year. I'm going to start the business when. It's this lie that we never actually make traction on because if you were going to do the thing, if you felt passionate enough and strong enough and ready to do the thing you keep saying you want to do, you don't need a Monday. You don't need a new year. If you want it enough, you start right this second, this moment you decide to change your life. So if you want to hear that chapter, I actually put the entire chapter from the audiobook. It's an episode of the podcast. It's episode 56. If you want to go back and listen to me breathe fire, honestly, sis, even if you have listened to that episode before and you need a reminder for why we're committing to last 90 days, go listen to episode 56. That being said... In that chapter, I talk about, you know, I was in this place a decade ago, just like, oh my gosh, my, I, you know, I think y'all know this as part of my story, but I was at least, because at some point I stopped weighing myself, but at least 50 pounds heavier than I am today. And weight doesn't matter. Who cares about weight? But I'm 5'2", barely. And 50 additional pounds is crushing to your back, your body. Those of you who have experienced something similar, you know what I'm saying is true. And this was not 15 pounds of weight or strength. This was, I mean, muscles or strength. This was 50 pounds of McDonald's. This was 50 pounds of Frappuccinos. This was 50 pounds of me being stressed out, eating my feelings. It was a really hard time. And... I wanted to make change, but I didn't know how. I had tried all sorts of diets and different things, but inevitably I would quit. I would fall off the wagon. And a lot of times when I would fall off the wagon, I'd end up, you know, going even harder and making even worse decisions than I did before I started. And so I thought, man, what if just one time you didn't, I'm using air quotes, but you didn't cheat on this commitment to yourself? And the thing that I decided to give up was Diet Coke. I had a Diet Coke obsession. You can listen to it in the podcast episode. But I committed and I was like, just one time, I wonder if I could go 30 days without cheating, which I had never done in my entire life. And spoiler alert, I totally did. And when you do something for 30 days, 
you honestly don't crave it anymore. You're like, oh, I, I got it. So part of Five to Thrive was I wanted to challenge us. Y'all know if there's something in your life, you're like, yeah, probably three days a week I have a coffee from Starbucks that has, you know, 17 pumps of pumpkin spice, whatever, right? You know that. Or you're like, I eat fast food a couple times a week. I know it's awful. Or um, I'm doing this thing. I'm, you know, maybe you're drinking too much. Maybe it's uh, certain types of food that actually make you feel, that make you sick. Like Dave's lactose intolerant, but that boy will eat ice cream all day because he loves it so much. Like you're eating foods that are actually hurting you. You're consuming things that are hurting you. And so we commit to giving up a category of food that you know you should not be consuming. And you can do this two ways. Some people commit to giving up the same thing for all 90 days. Some people do three, so first month, second month, third month, to kind of take themselves on a track to start the new year having eliminating, having eliminated parts of the diet they know they shouldn't have. So personally, I do one thing a month for the three months, and I am starting last 90 days. I am doing Sober October. So if you would like to get in on that, feel free. I know a lot of the members of the community heard me say this, and now there's a whole group of us who are doing Sober October. But it's just a reminder. It's just a reset of, for some people, it's they really need, they they realize that there's a problem there, and they really need to stop consuming. And for others, it's just like, hey, I want, I want the reminder that I don't need a drink. I don't need a glass of wine. So I'm doing Sober October. I commit to doing that one for 30 days. And then when November hits, I'll come up with something again. But those are the five things. And what I would ask you to do, I've never asked this before, but I think that this really matters in terms of success. I want one of those five things to be your core commitment to yourself. Meaning, if you, you know, mess up, and you don't do all of the other ones, you commit that every freaking day for 92 days, even if you don't do anything else, you will keep your core commitment. If your core commitment is water, you're drinking your water. If your core commitment is moving your body, that's what you're doing. If your core commitment is gratitude, which by the way, if you did 92 days of a gratitude practice and you've never done it before, it will change your life. But you promise me and you promise yourself that you will not break the core commitment. Best case scenario is you doing all five every day, living your best life. But if you haven't already been doing something like this, then that can be difficult. So all I'm asking is that you have one that you promise not to break. Because here's why. Ultimately, we do this challenge Because we need to practice, every single one of us need to practice keeping the promises we make to ourselves. You will show up for everybody else. You show up for your sister. You show up for your coworkers. You sign up for the church bake sale. You commit to being room mom. You do all of these things for other people and you break the promises you make to yourself. And you don't think it's a big deal because you're like, oh, yeah, I know I said I'd go to the gym, but, right, I know I said I'd go to the gym, but, like, I'm tired, or, or oh, I know I said I'd do this thing, but, 
Or, oh, I know I said I wasn't going to drink, but it's Sarah's birthday and she's she wants me to go have margaritas with her. Like you, you, you keep promises to other people instead of the promises you make to yourself. And it's that that has to stop. You are never going to be the person that you dream of becoming if you can't commit to keeping your own word. And the way that we do that is we stop being so quick to say yes to everything, most especially the stuff that we come up with in our own head, right? Like don't say that you're going to get a gym membership and start going to the gym if you're not. Because now not only are you going to waste your money and your time, but now you've got the added bonus of shame for having failed. Don't make promises you don't intend to keep. And if you say something, if you verbally or you commit to yourself, man, you better do it. This is a community of hundreds of thousands of people who are committing to living the last 90 days with integrity to themselves. Because integrity is who you are when no one's watching. I'm not going to watch you, right? Like your friend isn't your partner. Like we can't make sure that you're doing the thing you said you wanted to do. There is an incredible community. If you're not in the Facebook group, head over to Made for More on Facebook. It's, gosh, like 90,000 people, 100,000 people who are all reaching for more every single day. It started as our last 90 days group. Y'all, we can't be with you all the time. Integrity is you committing to yourself that even when no one can see me, I'm going to keep making choices that make me feel proud. If you have been looking for a kick in the pants, if you have been looking for a community, if you have been looking for accountability, I want you to do a couple things for me right now. One, you have to sign up for the email. If you're on my regular email list, and I know a lot of you are, that is not the same thing. Last 90 days is its own email. And I promise you, people are going to not do it and then be upset because they want the homework or they want the deep dive or they want the lessons. Sign up. It takes two seconds. Go to thehollisco.com forward slash last 90 days. Last nine zero days. You're going to go to this landing page. It gives you all of the information about the program. It is 100% free. We don't try and sell you anything. It's just our fun commitment. It's our value add for the community. You give us your email address. You're going to get a confirmation email. If you want it, that email comes with $10 off a journal. Do that if you want to. Don't do it. Do not have to spend a penny. And then on every single Monday, you get the email for that week that tells you what we're working on. And every single weekday, you meet me and Dave for Start Today Morning Show on Instagram or Facebook, where we do 30 minutes where we tell dumb stories about our kids and we laugh and we talk about songs from the 90s and... We take you through what the theme is for this week in Last 90 and how to unpack it and how to move forward. So you're going to sign up for your email. You're going to go join the Facebook group if you're a Facebook kind of person. The group is called Made for More on Facebook. It's a private group, so you do have to request entrance because we want to make sure that anybody in there is not trying to sell something. They're not trying to promote their business. It's just people who are committed to personal development and growth. So you're going to go sign up for the email so that you can be part of this with us because it's totally free. And my gosh, why wouldn't you? 
You're going to go check out episode 35 if you want to hear me talk about anxiety. You're going to go listen to episode 56 if you want to hear that chapter of Girl, Wash Your Face, where I talk about not breaking promises to yourself. And you're going to listen to episode 72 if you'd like to do our daily gratitude and goal-setting practice without having to buy a journal. But guys, there is so much information. We give so much content away for free that you don't have to pay for just so that you can start on this journey or continue on this journey to changing your life, to making it better, to reaching for more. You have so much potential inside of you. This is the easiest way in the world to get some more information about how to make positive change. So I hope you'll sign up. I hope you will commit to doing this with us. It is the first day of October, if you are listening to this on the first day of October. If you're listening to this any other time, man, it is the first day of the rest of your life if you decide that it is.